Hello and welcome to the Rob Burgess Show. I am, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 84th episode, our guest is me. My first solo episode of the podcast was episode 41, and the second was episode 62. I am a six-time award-winning journalist whose work has appeared in print, radio, online, and television. And I just found out that I'll be adding at least one and maybe two more awards to that tally at the 2017 Hoosier State Press Association's Newsroom Seminar and Better Newspaper Contest Awards Luncheon on December 2nd at the Indianapolis Marriott North. I am currently city editor, opinion page editor, and editorial board member at the Kokomo Tribune. And starting November 6th, I will be starting a new job as managing editor of the Indiana Lawyer. I have previously worked as a reporter at WFHB, Times Mail, The Reporter Times, Ukiah Daily Journal, Ukiah Valley Television, and Nouveau Newsweekly. Oh yeah, and I'm also the proprietor of this very podcast, The Rob Burgess Show. And now, on to the show. Alright, so welcome to this, the third uh, edition of the Rob Burgess Show, in which I will be flying solo. Um, It's been a little while since I've done one of these, uh, but I have a lot of things happening lately, and uh, so I thought this might be a good time to check in and do another uh, solo episode. The last time was when our daughter, Emerald, was born, uh, and it will be five months Uh, since then on Tuesday which will be Halloween and that is an amazing fact to me because it just seems like the time has just flown by Um, she has doubled her weight from when she was born so she's growing rapidly she's outgrown every piece of clothing that we have for her already and just keeps getting bigger she uh she's talking a lot now i mean she's not saying like whole sentences or anything but she definitely knows how to say mom um mommy mama you know but i almost think the word mom is a word that emerged because it's something that you know babies say for a reason so uh but i do know for a fact because i have witnesses uh that she also said daddy at least once and i've convinced uh myself (laughs) and maybe others that she said it then and maybe other times too but i do know for a fact that she said it that one time because uh it was very clear and she was looking right at me and she said daddy so i'm gonna count it either way so but yeah everything's going really well with her uh harper's doing well of course uh and he's uh really excited about halloween coming up he is going to be batman she's going to be superman she doesn't really know, of course, what what Halloween is, but he's definitely caught on uh, to the whole concept, and he's he's very invested in the trick or treating and the gathering of candy. Uh, you know, we don't let him have much candy because uh, you know I just feel like giving kids of uh, that size sugar, really adults too, if we're if we're being totally honest, is uh, kind of a recipe for disaster. We found a new uh, donut place not too long ago near our house, and uh, we made the horrible mistake of giving him a donut uh, on more than one occasion, and, and we've since uh, 
learn to uh, steer clear of that uh, because the results are not pretty. So, but anyway, he's doing really well. Um, probably going to sign him up for some some activities so he's not going stir crazy, uh, especially during the winter months coming up here. Um, you know, you don't want to get that cabin fever going, especially since he's so active and so um, you know full of energy. So we'll be looking into that. But yeah, he's doing well. Uh, Ash is doing well. Of course, you've heard her on the podcast recently. And um, so, yeah, let's let's get right into it. So the first time I did one of these solo episodes, um, I took you through my professional biography from when I started out uh, doing my uh, school newspaper when I was in high school all the way up to uh, present where uh, I'm working at the Kokomo Tribune. So I should probably pick it up right there because that's that's where uh, the story of today's episode begins. Um, so since March, to, to recap, uh, since March 31st of 2012, I worked at the Kokomo Tribune. And when I was hired at the Kokomo Tribune, I was hired as night editor. And that means that I would, you know, put the paper to bed at night. I worked Wednesday through Sunday. I have the same schedule now as, as I did then when I started. Um, you know, I'll get in at the, in the early afternoon, stay until the evening, you know, send pages over, talk about you know, what the reporters have coming, uh, put the, put the budgets together, uh, you know, mark up the dummies, uh, of the pages, what they're going to look like, um, you know, work on the layout, uh, get things on the website, edit stories, you know, the whole deal. Um, in addition to that, of course, I wrote my weekly column, which came out every Wednesday, uh, house of Burgess, um, and so that's something that I've done at several newspapers. I've, I've done that at the Martinsville newspaper I worked at, um, the Reporter Times. I've done that at the, um, I've done that at the uh, Ukiah Daily Journal uh, in Ukiah, California. So I did that. And then, of course, I did it here at the Kokomo Tribune. So it's something I really always have enjoyed doing. Um, and it's it's fun to have that free space of, you know, even when I was, you know, also a reporter doing that uh, on the side and, and writing about things that weren't on my beat, you know, and just giving my, my take on things. Um, and that's always been fun. So I did that pretty much just... You know, the same as when I started, you know, for about two years there. So uh, until cut to June 27th, 2014, uh, that is when I joined the editorial board. So that meant that in addition to doing the job I was hired for, which was night editor, uh, I also was writing my column on top of that, the House of Burgess. And then uh, I would also starting when I joined the editorial board, write editorials uh, for the opinion page. And that meant, of course, you know, as anyone who knows what what that entails is, you know, it's a collaborative process. It's a shared byline. You use the uh, editorial we um, instead of I. Um, you know, it's, it's a shared opinion. It's not just your opinion. You have to collaborate with other people, which that was great. That was that was a really good, you know, change of uh 
setting for for things I was writing. Um, I, I still to this day, of course, am, am part of that and enjoy doing that. Um, it's a different kind of writing. Um, I like it. It's you know it's fun to do and it's it's kind of the larger voice of the paper, uh, shall we say? So that's something I've I've enjoyed being a part of. So since yeah, since June of 2014, I've done that. So um, cut to July of 2016, and then I also on top of that. So I'm now the uh, so let's let's see. I started out as the night editor doing my night editing duties, writing my column. Then I joined the editorial board. I'm also, I'm also writing editorials. And uh, July 29th, 2016, I became the city editor. So that meant that I had a little more responsibility and that uh, was a bump in title. Uh, and then if you cut to a few months later, I became the opinion page editor uh, February 2nd of this year. So that meant I was completely in charge of the opinion page. So before that, I had been doing my column, which appeared on the opinion page and writing editorials, which of course also appeared on the opinion page. But then when I became the opinion page editor, um, I was that was all me. I'm, I'm taking everything in. I'm taking letters. I'm taking columns and putting things on the page. I'm deciding what goes there. So yeah, so I've, I've been doing that then. So over time, my title has taken uh, on some more words. So I have several slashes in my in my title by this time. So I am the city editor slash opinion page editor slash editorial board member. So all those things come together. Um, meanwhile, uh, before this job, I was not an award-winning journalist. And I, I think I touched on that briefly in my first, um, podcast where I did my own, uh, solo episode. Um, that was always something I, I wanted to achieve because, you know, that, that was a hump that I had felt like I had not gotten over that, you know, I felt like I was really proud of my work. I was always felt like I, I put everything into my work. I feel like this is my calling. This is what I, I'm meant to do. Uh, but I just didn't have those credentials that, you know, I felt like I needed to have to be, you know, on that, on that plane where I wanted to be. So, all right. So my first award that I won, and these are all awards and I'll go through the, the differences of course, because there, there are nuances to all this, but first award I won was in 2013. It was the first place award for best general commentary, uh, division five, division five is the size of newspaper. You are, um, Kokomo Tribune is the second highest uh, in circulation of, of category there, so that's what Division Five means. Uh, in the 2013 Hoosier State Press Association Foundation Better Newspaper Contest, which is the state's, you know, as it says, uh, press association, so the club of people that are that are journalists. So that was big. I was it was a first place award. It was for my commentary, so it meant for my columns. Um, I got a plaque with my name on it, and it was yeah, that was exactly what I wanted. That's still the header on my Facebook page, so I was very proud of that. Uh, next year, 2014, I then won that same award again, uh, but for the second place. I didn't come in first. I got second. So I didn't get a plaque that time. I got a certificate, which is still great. Not complaining at all. I, you know, I love my plaque. Uh, it's one of my most prized possessions, but um, you know, second place was fine, too, because I already won it once, so I'm not, I'm not greedy. I don't need to win first place every year. Second place is just fine uh, in that, you know, especially since I already won first place, but... <laughs> But, um, 
So uh, 2015 rolls around, I actually uh, won two awards, and these are um, staff awards, but I count them as awards that I have won because I wrote stories for them. This was the first place staff award for best multimedia package, uh, division two of the 2015 Associated Press Media Editors Journalism Contest, and the first place for best special section, uh, again for division five in the 2015 Hoosier State Press Association Foundation News Better Newspaper Contest. So those were both for a special section that we did. And I contributed one of the main stories for, uh, it was a special section of, uh, called one year later. And in November of 2013, we had a series of devastating tornadoes in Kokomo and we decided to work on this larger project to commemorate, as it says, one year later and how people were recovering from that because we were denied FEMA aid. Uh, we had to do a lot of the recovering on our own, uh, in Kokomo. So, you know, we talked to people that, you know, had gone through it had rebuilt their lives. Um, you know, we made audio and video and photo presentations. We did a whole thing. So that was two awards separate awards for the same thing in 2015 so that was a collaborative award but i i had a pretty integral part in in making that happen in that i i recorded the interviews that was used in the multimedia package and also wrote one of the main stories in that package so anyway 2016 uh again uh, another hoosier state press association award this one for second place best ongoing news coverage all right, so that one was for a very sad event um, in Kokomo. We had a uh, sheriff's deputy by the name of Carl Kuntz who died in the line of duty. He was shot serving a warrant after dark. Uh, his partner was also hit but didn't die. Um, he had a very young son uh, and, a, and a wife that he left behind. So that was just a, a devastating event for the community. It happened on a Saturday night. Uh, I was working on the Saturday and the Sunday. Uh, on the Sunday, I collected stories from our readers uh, about, you know, what their recollections of, of Carl Kuntz. So, um, talked to people that knew him. You know, we, we collected their stories. We I collected their stories uh, and put that part of our front page uh, coverage of that. So, that was, it was, again, a staff award that I had a very integral part in. So 2017 uh, this year, of course, rolls around, and uh, we won an Indiana Associated Press Media Editors Journalism Contest Award for Best Spot News Coverage. That was third place, but it was for uh, Best Spot News Coverage because another uh, set of tornadoes came through Kokomo and devastated uh, the area, again, uh, in roughly the same area that it happened before. Um, there was a Starbucks that I uh, frequented um, by the mall there down um by the highway that um just completely blew over due to the, to the quick thinking of employees not the least of which a man named angel ramos he piled everyone into the uh, bathroom which was the only part left standing uh, if you go on my website thisburgess.com you can see that i have an embedded video of the starbucks going down and it was a frightening event and i it's really amazing that no one was even seriously injured. No one was seriously injured in that tornado, even though it was just, how can anybody survive that? So, so I wrote two stories to go along with our coverage of that, um, in the, in the, uh, couple days, uh, following that. So that was uh, part of, part of that. So, 
During my time at the Kokomo Tribune, uh, to this point, I have won six awards that I will I will claim on my own. I don't I don't claim other people's awards. And if there's something that the whole staff did in general, I'm not going to put my name on it. But if I feel like I've earned it, or if my name is actually on the award, especially that's yeah, that's mine. So. Those are my individual awards. The staff awards that we've won uh, are are also just as numerous. We, uh, in 2014, won the first place for website of the year. The Kokomo Tribune did. I am one of the administrators of the website. Uh, I, felt like I, had a, I felt like I had a pretty integral part in making that happen. So that was a staff award that I was part of. But again, I don't, I don't count that. You know, I say I'm a six-time award-winning journalist, and and that's not one of the ones I count in the six. If you understand what I'm saying, like I'm still proud of that, but you know, I didn't. It's not that I wrote a story and it was honored. It was just something that we all did, and I was just one of the people that that did it. So, 2015, we won the second place at the Hoosier State Press Association for General Excellence. That's one where if you win enough awards uh, tallied up, that you win another award. So that's kind of interesting that that you have an award for winning awards. But we were <laughs> we were all awarded for that. Um, we had a second place award for best online site web page. So again, our website was was honored by the the HSPA. Uh, in 2016, we won the best digital press award second place for the uh, Indiana Associated Press Media Editors Journalism Contest and again we won another uh, general excellence award for the Hoosier State Press Association third place for that year so um, again those are those are ones that you know just for general excellence we are generally excellent at the Kokomo Tribune and I am part of that general excellence so it wasn't for any specific thing it's just kind of a general thing so that's been something that we've been proud of. Actually, that uh, CNHI editorial contest, that first staff award I mentioned, uh, came with a large, uh, <laughs> large trophy uh, goblet, if you will. Um, it's pretty, pretty impressive. There's a picture of it on my website. But anyway, to sum it up, uh, to this point. I have won six individual awards, uh, and then and then five staff awards, which I was a part of. So, anyway, so I'm very proud of that, and um, I don't mean to to rattle on because I'm sure this is not as interesting to anyone else besides me. But I really, you know, I don't have a degree in journalism. Uh, my degree is in elementary education, as I believe I mentioned in the first podcast that I did by myself. So it was very important to me that that I that I do that. Okay. Anyway, so that's all out of the way. So that brings us to right now professionally. So, I am very excited to announce that starting on November 6th, I am starting a new job and I will be the managing editor of the Indiana Lawyer, which is based in Indianapolis and it will actually be a shorter drive from where I live in Noblesville here, so I commute an hour each way to Kokomo from where I'm at currently and when I start this new job, um, I will actually not be quite as far away, so that'll be nice. And I will have a different schedule. So I mentioned I worked in the afternoons and evenings, Wednesday through Sunday, currently, and 
now when I start my new job, I will be uh, working more of, you know, Monday through Friday, you know, regular business hours type type deal. So having kids uh, that that will be such a big uh, relief um you know just based on you know uh harper especially just gets up at 5:45 6 a.m. every every day so um if if i have to be up that early anyway i may as well you know be on a regular schedule cuz getting getting home late and then also getting up early is is yeah it's it's hard so that'll be that'll be a great change for us um i'm very excited about the new position um i won't be doing opinion which is interesting since i've been so steeped in that lately but you know this is more of a return to my roots because i do have a a pretty strong background in straight reporting and uh actually just started that you know the opinion stuff was kind of a side thing and then it became my main thing so now it's you know something that i'm getting back to and i'm very excited to get back back to that and i've always been interested in the law so writing about legal stuff is uh legal cases uh is going to be really interesting to me so it's a natural fit for me in a lot of ways and i'm super excited so i'm really grateful for the last five and a half years i've had at the kokomo tribune i've I've grown a lot professionally and personally um i feel like it's it was a great opportunity when i got it i was so happy to get that job and you know I'm just so grateful for all the people I've met there and all the things I've been able to do. I'm really proud of the writing I've done. I've, I've updated my website, uh, thesburgess.com to reflect all the, you know, stories and columns and editorials I've written. So you can peruse that at your leisure. Um, and yeah, so that's, what's going on with that. And that was, so yesterday, today is Thursday. Yesterday was Wednesday when I put in my, my two weeks notice and Thursday today, I found out that I, along with my coworkers uh, Kelly Lafferty Gerber and her husband Carson Gerber, have won uh, some more Hoosier State Press Association awards, and then also the Kokomo Tribune won a staff award for best news cover- coverage under deadline pressure. So yeah, so more awards coming uh, coming our way. Uh, at least one, maybe two uh, for me. So one individual, one for sure. And then um, I'm not quite sure what the uh, best news coverage under deadline pressure, although I can guess uh, probably to do with those tornadoes I mentioned. Um, so yeah, so I'm really excited to, to find that out. Uh, I will find out on December 2nd what exactly we won because what they do is they send out a letter and they just want to confirm that your name is spelled correctly because they're making up the plaques and awards and and certificates and that and they want to give you time to respond so that's what they did they just said that these are the people that won and i was one of them so i'm super excited about that um yeah december 2nd i will find that out that's when the awards luncheon is so yeah that's what's happening with that so yeah, I think that that brings us that brings us up to date for me professionally. Um, now, the first time I did the podcast uh, on my own, I went through all the episodes, uh, just kind of gave a brief synopsis of each uh, up to that point. So that was episode forty one. So I'll just start with episode forty two and just give a quick rundown of some of the great great episodes that we've had here on the Rob Burgess Show. 
So episode 42 was John D. Domenico, uh, who was, of course, the uh, Trump impersonator, um, who is the voice of Donald Trump on Trumpcast, which is where I heard him first. But, he, of course, he's Trump many other places. He's he's great. Uh, episode 43 was the sixth episode with Jonathan Fowler. Um Great guest, of course, as you all, you all know, regular guest, most frequent guest. Uh, episode 44 was uh, Sean Spicer, uh, who was our very first guest. That was his third appearance. Episode 45 was Michael A. Wood Jr., his third appearance. Episode 46 was Stephen Hyden. Uh, that was a really good episode, talking about music, musical feuds. Um, so, okay, so episode 47 was a special one because Mallory Willits, who was actually getting married um, very soon uh, to her husband, Wisdom, Although they already are married, they're doing a stateside wedding. This was where she uh, went to Ghana to go retrieve him uh, and bring him back to America. And she recorded some uh, audio files for us on her phone while she was there. And that was kind of a really special, you know, audio collage episode. So that was a lot of fun. Episode 47. Episode 48, uh, of course, another episode with Jonathan Fowler. Uh, episode 49 was the uh, president. I don't, I think she's now no longer the president because there's a new president, but she was president of the Society of Professional Journalists, of which I'm a member. Uh, Lynn Walsh, uh, that was episode 49. Uh, episode 50 had John D. Domenico back. Um, pretty pretty interesting conversation there we had, uh, especially about Alec Baldwin's um, impersonation of Trump. Uh, he had some pretty interesting thoughts about that. Uh, episode 51, Jonathan Fowler again. Um, episode 52, Ryan Wagner. Uh, he is a really cool guy who um, has a really cool service. He's uh, got a startup called Autumn. They do audio versions of articles that are in many well-known magazines, and it's a really uh, clever service that that they got there, and I see they're expanding all the time. Uh, episode 53 was Lewis Moore, uh, this historian and uh, professor, uh, talking about sports history, uh, black athletes throughout time. That was a really good episode. Uh, episode 54, Dr. Elizabeth Yuko. Um, she's been a great guest. Uh, episode 55, um, for any of the uh, serial fans out there, uh, Asia McLean Chapman, uh, you may know her name. Uh, that was a really good episode. We'll have to have her back. Uh, I think there's been some developments in the Adnan Syed case, um, and we should definitely catch up about that. Um, episode 56, Jonathan Fowler again. Okay, so episode 57. Yeah, this is a pretty significant one. Uh, Rachel Dolezal. Um, you may know her from the controversy uh, surrounding her uh, ethnicity or professed ethnicity. But yeah, you, you probably know her name and uh, you probably don't know quite as much as you think about her uh, unless you've listened to that episode or, or read her book, uh, which is what I was doing before I talked to her, which was, that was a unique opportunity. I'm glad I got to talk to her. Uh, episode 58 was Ash Burgess, of course. That was her fifth appearance. Um, Episode 59, Robert Dunham uh, from the Death Penalty Information Center. The death penalty is a really interesting topic to me. Um, so he uh, is somebody that can really give a lot of detail on that, and he was a great guest. Episode 60 is David Carson, Pulitzer Prize winning uh, photographer for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Um, that was a really good episode. We talked a lot about Ferguson and a lot of the other uh, kind of hairy situations he's been in. Uh, episode 61, Lynn Wall 
Walsh again, uh, talking about, you know, press freedoms and all the, all the things surrounding that. Uh, episode 62 was, of course, my second solo uh, episode. That was where uh, Emerald was born, and I took the recorder with me and recorded some things. Episode 63, uh, Ash Burgess, that's where Ash came back and kind of talked about uh, Emerald's birth, and we kind of went through the details blow by blow for that one. Uh, episode 64 was Jonathan Fowler again. Uh, episode 65, Jared Yates Sexton, um, Hoosier-born writer that's uh, gained some prominence writing about Trump and Trump rallies and whatnot. Um, yeah, really, really good guest, um, really good writer. Uh, episode 66, Sean Spicer again. Uh, really, really good episode with him. Always a good episode with him, but that one especially kind of touched on a lot, a lot of uh, things about his new job, so you'll just have to listen to that one for the details, but... Episode 67, Alexei Kovalev, that was a really interesting one. Uh, he is a Russian journalist, so we actually communicated over the computer on that one um, and he, while he was in Russia. So that was a really interesting insight into what it's like to be a journalist in Russia. So you should check that one out if you're interested in that. Episode 68, uh, John D. Domenico came back for a third time. Uh, episode 69, Erica Roman, uh, she wrote a uh, viral blog a post about Patton Oswalt and uh, him becoming engaged after his uh, wife's passing. Um, and she's just a, you know, really good guest and a good writer and she's uh, a widow herself and she brings her own experiences to that. So um, good insight into, you know, someone else's life, you know, so uh, episode 70 was, was a big one that, that may be our most popular episode, uh, to this point. Um, Sarah Kensinger, um, you may know her from, man, she's been all over the place, but MSNBC, she's on a lot. Um, she's a great writer, uh, really sharp thinker. Um, really, she gives you a lot to think about. I'll put it that way. Um, and, uh, yeah, the great episode. So yeah, like I said, most popular episode we've had so far for a very good reason. Uh, episode 71, Michael A. Wood Jr. was back for the fourth time, the former uh, Baltimore police officer, uh, former Marine. Um, he's always got so interest, something interesting to say. Um, episode 72, another big one, uh, another of our most popular episode, Rick, Rick Wilson, um, the GOP uh, ad uh, guru and never-Trumper. Uh, so really a unique perspective from inside the Republican Party. Um, episode 73 was Elizabeth Greenwood. She wrote a really interesting book about death fraud. Uh, episode 74, another Jonathan Fowler episode. Uh, episode 75, another episode with Lewis Moore. Lots to talk about with him, of course, uh, with Colin Kaepernick and you know the what's happening in the sports world as, as far as activism goes. Um, Robert Dunham, again, came back for episode 76. Uh, seven, episode 77 was another Ash Burgess episode. Episode 78 was another Jared Yates Sexton episode. We talked about his book that just came out that was really good. Um, episode 79 had Erica Roman back. Uh, episode 80 was another huge episode uh, with Sarah Kensinger. Just, you know, another really insightful uh, hour that we spent there. Um, episode 81, Dr. Elizabeth Yuko came back. Uh, these last two episodes, episode 82 with uh, Ash and Jonathan, uh, that was special because we had 
had all lived together before and Jonathan was back in uh, the States for Korea. Um, so we got a chance to kind of catch up in person as opposed to over the phone. And we did a, a joint one with, with Ash and Jonathan and, and me all together. And it was, yeah, just, just all, you know, like old times. And it was, it was a lot of fun. So that was a special one for me. Um, and I, I don't know they had a good time with that one too. Um, episode 83, it's another one we recorded with Jonathan, uh, while he was in the States. Um, and that was again, another live episode as opposed to doing it over the phone. So that was another fun one. So that brings us to, uh, this episode, which is episode 84. So that catches us up on that. Um, super proud of the podcast. I'm so thankful that everyone's listening and liking it. It seems like it's growing. It's getting a, a bigger and bigger audience. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe on iTunes. Uh, please rate and review it. Um, it really helps. Um, iTunes is screwing up with their popularity thing. Cause I used to be able to tell which episodes were, were being listened to the most. And, and lately it's just been going haywire. I don't know if it's cause they did their iOS update or they got the new iPhone coming out or, or what's going on over there. But please, please, please still subscribe, still do the star ratings. Uh, we have five out of five stars so far. I want to keep that going. Please put more really helps us out. helps other people find the podcast. Um, I'll put it in the, uh, credit at the end but if you want to support the podcast of course there's the patreon you can do that uh please follow us on twitter um you know go on youtube we have a subscription that you can do there if we get to a certain number of subscribers on youtube we can do live uh streaming i think it's over 100 that you have to have anywhere the podcast is available like it subscribe it you know rate it review it comment engage it all helps even if you don't you know think it does it really does uh, just because these algorithms you know how they do but another thing i did on the first uh solo episode is i went through the pandora on uh, on my phone and that was interesting because uh, pandora is kind of a mishmash because you add things and then you forget about it so i went through uh, the pandora i had on that phone and uh, I have since uh, come into the possession of a tablet. And uh, because of that, I had to start a new uh, Pandora app and new Pandora account. So I had to create some new stations. So this might give you a little insight into what we've been uh, listening to lately here. So let me grab this up. And I, keep in mind, I have also not figured out how to delete any uh, any Pandora stations on this. Um, you know, we always talk about music, or at least I try to at the end of ep- every episode or during the course of the episode at some point. Um, so this is my way of, of kind of letting you in on my musical taste since I interrogate everyone else about theirs. So... First entry is 4th of July Radio. Now, I think we, of course, added that in the run-up to 4th of July, hoping that there would be some music that we could have to go along with it. Um, It was really kind of hit or miss. I don't know. Uh, America, uh, the band. um, I don't think I added that on 4th of July, but, uh, of course, I really like the... uh, there's a couple of America songs that I really like, mostly because they've been used in, in TV shows I've liked, like The Sopranos and Breaking Bad. So I added that. Uh, Barrington Levy. Um, of course, I'm, I'm a huge reggae fan, so that was a natural choice. Bob Marley. I think I've had Bob Marley stations in every Pandora I've ever had. Uh, Busta Rhymes. Uh, rediscovered that a little bit. Jonathan and I used to listen to that in high school and college. Um, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Of course, I think I had 
have that on again every Pandora I've ever had. Dean Martin, uh, you know, that's good chill music for you know, especially having dinner. Uh, LP, uh, one half of Run the Jewels. I've become a huge fan of his. Uh, Frank Sinatra again in the Dean Martin vein. You know, kind of having the classy uh, dinner. Uh, George Clinton. Yeah, you can't sleep on George Clinton. Too much funk there. Uh, Gorillaz, one of my favorite bands. Hadaway, uh, of course, I, I love that What Is Love song, and I'm, I'm secretly, uh, I, I like that whole uh, Euro pop sound. Um, Hanson, that's an interesting one. Yeah, very, very poppy, very, um, you know, very listenable, uh, very of, of my youth, especially. So, got some nostalgia with that. Uh, Harry Belafonte, another kind of, kind of chill, you know, uh, hanging out music hot boys uh you know i mean i what can i say i came up in the in the near south which is i you know the southern indiana is the near south uh you know when in a certain time period and and you're you're not going to get away with not listening to a little cash money um james brown a lot of funk there um john mellencamp like i said i grew up in southern indiana what are you going to do uh johnny cash of course that's another staple uh kid rock um oh yeah i mean i like i think i even mentioned this to jonathan you know and, and he did the same but it's like i un, unironically like that whole early not early but of my early listening to uh, in the 90s kid rock um couldn't get away with him devil without a cause with him was a monster album um and you know it was it was a huge part of of growing up for me in in mitchell indiana and it's going to be hard to get away from that uh morris day of course you know i love morris day love prince um oasis another staple omc i another staple of my childhood how bizarre uh they have some other hits that I didn't know about Operation Ivy, uh, which I never listened to because I never really liked the logo of, which didn't really make any sense. But I've I've really grown to appreciate over time. The musicianship is is great, and they have really good influences and um, just really catchy songs. Um, Peter Tosh, which has become he's become one of my favorite. Uh, reggae artist and, and maybe favorite artist in general, just his, his clarity of lyrics and um, you know his, his bravery of, of subject and, and just his uh, musicality and, and it, it's all the whole package, you know. Uh, Petey Pablo, uh, again from the youth, raise up. Uh, Prince Radio, which was interesting to me because when Prince died, I had a hard time finding any streaming Prince because he was very anti-sharing the music on the internet, but when he died, it suddenly became available. Imagine that. Tenor Saw, uh, another uh, late great uh, reggae artist, uh, The Coup, political uh, hip-hop outfit from the Bay Area, um, Boots Riley, uh, genius lyricist, you know, great, great funky music behind it. Uh, the Minutemen, uh, a band that really doesn't work for Pandora, kind of like Operation Ivy, because they really need to be heard in totality of their, uh, you know, setting as far as albums go. Uh, it's not really something you can mishmash up and have it make sense a lot of times, like Double Nickels on the Dunn. The Minutemen album really should be heard all at once. It really shouldn't be split up like that. Um, Toots and the Maytals, again, with the reggae. Trick Daddy, um, you know, that's another kind of throwback rap station. Van Halen, you know, I, I love Van Halen. I, I can't I can't deny it. Uh, and then I have uh, Ziggy Marley and the Millie Makers, and then just straight up Ziggy Marley. So I really must have wanted to hear Ziggy Marley one day. So anyway, I had to create some new uh, Pandora stations for a 
new device. So there you are. Um, again, a mis- mishmash of uh, influences and some things I wish I could delete. But there you go. So I think that's pretty much everything I had to say for this time. I think that pretty much catches us up to current. Again, uh, super excited about the new job. Uh, very thankful for uh, you all listening to the Rob Burgess show. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, putting more of these out, getting more great guests in. Um, and yeah, engage any way you can with it because it all helps, like I said, with uh, getting it out to people that don't know. And if you know somebody you think that might like the podcast, uh, great, let them know. And, you know, I feel like the podcast is one of those podcasts where you don't have to listen to every episode if you don't want to. My feelings won't be hurt if you don't. But, you know, find the ones you like. Find something you're interested in. I, I try to keep it broad. I'm a generalist on this. You know, I have a lot of interest. I go all over the place. You know, I don't just have one theme. I, I, I respect podcasts in a certain way that have a very rigid theme and they try to stick to it. Uh, and if you like that thing, then then you're golden and, and that's gravy. But, you know, I've, I've, my mind just goes so many different places and there's so many different people to talk to in this world. Uh, it's hard to constrain yourself like that. So, you know, pick a subject you're interested in. Um, I guarantee, you know, I've probably touched on something you haven't even thought you were interested in. Uh, and, you know, the person's just interesting like that. So anyway, that's all for now. I'll, I'll be back with you guys next time. And uh, thanks for listening. You know, peace out.
you enjoy this podcast, there are several ways to support it. I have a Patreon account, which can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash Rob Burgess Show Patreon. I hope you'll consider supporting in any amount. Also, please make sure to comment, follow, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review the podcast everywhere it's available, which includes iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Facebook, Twitter, Internet Archive, TuneIn, and RSS. It really helps. The official website for the podcast is www.therobburgessshow.com. You can find out more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. Until next time.